Welcome to the New Providence Presbyterian Church podcast, where we will share our messages from our weekend worship services. We hope these messages will inspire you and challenge you in your walk with Jesus. Today we're in the second week of a brief three-week series entitled Life Transforming Hope. And we began last week by considering what is hope? And in a world where I hear, the question, I hear this phrase over and over, a call for help in so many ways, saying, I need hope, I need hope. And so we began last week by looking at a biblical description of hope, different than just a mere wish or hoping that something happens, but a soul-level assurance as we look to the future, and then as we look to God and his promises, a proper confidence that we can move into that future knowing that he is with us. And so we began by looking at this idea of what is a biblical definition of hope and how is that seen and known in Jesus Christ? How can we discover hope? Because churches, really all churches, are called to help people discover, embrace, and share the life-transforming hope of Jesus Christ and to do that together. So last week we looked at what it means to discover hope. Um, This week we're gonna look at what it means to embrace that hope. And we began by looking at a great prayer from Romans 15, 13, a prayer that I encourage you to consider memorizing. And to pray not only for yourselves, but pray for others. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. What a great prayer. What a great prayer to ask God, may that be true in your life. A great prayer to be true in those, your your loved ones. For those, your neighbors, friends, others who don't know Christ. May the God of hope fill them with all joy and peace. What would that look like for all of us to be fully filled with the all joy and peace of Christ. It's a great prayer. And so we, just, we began by considering, well, how can we discover this hope? What's, how do we have access to this hope? And looking at two key scripture passages, Romans 15, 4 talked about going to the scriptures because everything that's been written has been written so that we can have encouragement. And by that endurance, we can find hope. That's Romans 15, 4. We considered that last week. We also considered Ephesians chapter 1. And another way to discover hope is through prayer, by coming to God, relating to God, and asking that God would enlighten the eyes of our hearts so that we would know the hope to which we're called. And so the action step from last week was to take 10 minutes per day to look to discover hope in Scripture and in prayer. How'd that go? I want to report. No. (laughs) But really, I mean, I was praying for you all week long, saying, God, 10 minutes, even if it's one of you, you would have rediscovered the hope that comes from slowing down, opening up your Bibles, reading about the promises of God, seeing Jesus interact with real people like you and me, and then turn to God in prayer and seek that hope. Um, Hey, so if you forgot that assignment, lost track of it, hey, you can re-up for this week as well, but it's a great way to discover hope. So what does it mean to embrace hope? That's the focus of this week. Uh, If you remember anything from the sermon, know this, that we can embrace hope We can embrace life-transforming hope as we learn to root our lives, root our lives more and more in the love, grace, and truth of Jesus Christ. If you want to embrace hope, look to root your life more and more in it. And it follows what we described last week in terms of discovering hope. Primarily that comes as we read scripture. It primarily comes as we pray. There's other ways as well. We'll consider them this morning. But it begins with Jesus. It always begins with Jesus. And if you want to embrace hope, you need to learn how to embrace Jesus. And some of you have already done that in your life. Others, you may not have done that. Maybe you're here curious about the Christian faith. Maybe you're joining us online and wondering, what is this church thing? Who is this Jesus guy? 
I'm glad that you're here, whether in person or online. But if you want to discover hope and embrace it, you need to discover Jesus and embrace it. And a great description of embracing hope is, is found in John chapter 1. Here, this great description of Jesus. And, in a, and at a point where there was a decision that needed to be made, we read this, these words. He came, meaning Jesus, he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children not born of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. Born of God. Here in this opening chapter of one of the four accounts of Jesus' life and ministry and teachings, we read that the light of the world, Jesus himself came to be with us, but when light shows up, not everyone wants to embrace light. In fact, many people want to prefer darkness and stay in hiding. But God's light is a grace-filled light. It's not a shame-inducing light. It's a grace-filled light, but still we could, be, we could be repelled by it. And here John shared that not everyone when Jesus came, when the Son of God came to be with us, not everyone accepted or received him or, or embraced him. Yet, he said, yet to all who did receive him, yet to all who believed in his name, which means to believe in his character, who he is, that, to believe that he is who he said he is, that he's the Son of God, the Savior of the world, that everyone who receives him, everyone who believes in his name, this incredible truth that at that point you could become a child of God, adopted into God's family. And with that, it's a new relationship with God and also a new relationship with others, brothers and sisters in Christ who share the same Heavenly Father. It's a new existence, a new life, a new start. This is the beginning of embracing hope, is embracing Jesus, receiving him, believing in his name. And in doing so, uh, taking hold of Jesus, and as we seek to take hold of him and his grace and his love and his truth, we find out, in fact, he's the one holding us. We think we're going after him, but he's been coming after us our whole lives because he loves us and he wants us. Um, so to embrace hope means to embrace Jesus. And it's not just a one-time decision. Right? You have John chapter one, there's a starting point in many ways. Some see this as the finish line. Hey, Receive Jesus, believe in Jesus, and okay, that's a ticket to heaven. I'm going to cruise it out until I die. That's not the Christian faith. This is a starting line. This is the beginning of the race, the beginning of a new life, a new relationship, a new family. And so in another letter, using the same, uh, another letter in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul in Colossians 2, 6 and 7 says, what does this like, look like going forward? If you want to embrace hope, do this. He says, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, he says, continue to live your lives in him. Listen to these descriptions. Rooted and built up in him. Strengthened in the faith as you were taught. And overflowing with all thankfulness. Here's a great picture of you want to embrace hope and continue to embrace Jesus. The Apostle Paul says it's an ongoing call to action. It's not just a one-time decision. And day in and day out, even moment by moment, continue to live in him. Just as you did in the beginning. I love what Paul is saying. Remember the beginning, maybe the first time you heard this incredible truth about the amazing grace of God, that God doesn't give up on us. He never has given up on us. Even when we turn away from him, he doesn't turn away from us. And that when we've came to that point of realizing, God, you love me, and you, you sent Jesus to die for the forgiveness of my sins, and all the brokenness in my life, our broken relationship, my broken relationships with others, all the brokenness, you sent Jesus to set it right. 
And that incredible moment of just celebration, Paul says, remember that initial aha moment when it became real. Just as you received Christ as Lord, he says, continue to live your lives in him. Continue in that vein. Not that we could be all hype and excited every single day, but like any relationship, especially in a marriage, you need, we need reminders. So remember the beginning. Remember where we were. And remember that deep love going forward. Remember what Jesus has done. He says, just as you received Christ as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. Then he gives four descriptions of what that's like. Right? Rooted in him. Built up in him. Strengthened in the faith as you were taught. And overflowing with thankfulness. This great picture of being rooted in him. Rooted in the soil of his love, grace, and truth. You think about any plant or any tree that's in good soil. Be in the good soil of Jesus. His love, his grace, and truth. Be rooted in him. And not just rooted, but built up. Built up in him as he, and then strengthened in the faith as you were taught. And the outcome of that is this overflowing of gratitude, an overflowing of a life of gratitude, a response to who God is. If you want to embrace hope, embrace Jesus, and do it in this way. Remember what it was like and continue to live in that way. How, but we need encouragement with this. If we try and do this on our own, we're going to lose focus. We're going to lose all, eventually lose hope. And so one more verse to consider this morning is this call to action um, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. Uh, this writer knew that we needed help and we needed one another. He says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. Here's this call to action, this exhortation to, to, to once you embrace hope, to hold on to it. Don't let go. Don't let go of Jesus. Hold unswervingly to it. When everything in the world wants to take our hands and open them up and let Jesus go. He says, no, hold on, hold on to this hope. And how do we do that? The next couple of verses after it, speak to that. He says, let us, after this, he says, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. See, the different witnesses, the different writers in the New Testament call us to embrace hope and recognizing here in Hebrews that we can't do it alone. If we want to hold unswervingly to hope, the call to action is to continue to meet together. Meet together like we are now, here in worship. Meet together in groups and classes. Meet together to encourage each other in our faith. When most of the world's not encouraging us, most of the world is telling us not to think about these things or distracting us, we need to refocus. We need one another. And we need to do it consistently. Because as here the, the writer of Hebrews said, it's easy to form a habit of not meeting together. And as we continue to try and escape the gravitational pull of this pandemic, the habits of not meeting together, the habits of, of not relating to others, we've shared, I've talked openly about it. I know in my life, it's, I've had to re-exercise relational muscles after the pandemic, holding conversations, lots of conversations. Um, where you are on the extrovert-introvert scale plays into this, especially the big introverts. Boy, having two conversations post-pandemic is like, I need a week off, right? It takes a while. We have to relearn how to relate. Here the, the writer of Hebrews says, don't give up meeting together. Spur each other on, encourage each other. And it comes as we're together. And so as we think about embracing hope, it really involves two ingredients. I think it involves relationships and it involves a sense of purpose. Here we see that in Hebrews chapter 10. If you want to continue to live your life in him, you want to be rooted and built up in Christ, you want to be strengthened in the faith as you were taught, you want to be overflowing with thankfulness as we read in Colossians 2, 6 and 7, Hear the words of Hebrews 10. 
Hold unswervingly to the hope you have and do it together. We need relationships. I also believe we need a sense of purpose within the body of Christ, a role within the church. Something happens in our faith and our life. We embrace the hope and we realize God's created us with a unique set of gifts and experiences and expertise. And as we step into that and do it, something happens. God's grace comes to us and flows through us and it builds up our faith. So two ingredients for embracing hope. Embrace the relationships and embrace a role within the church and watch what God does. Watch what God does. And so as we finish, yeah, it's a shorter sermon. I told you it was gonna be a short sermon this week. One thing to remember, one thing to do. One thing to remember is this. Remember that we can embrace the life-transforming hope of Jesus Christ as we learn to root our lives more and more in his love, grace, and truth. Remember that. Now, how do we put this into action? This is where we're gonna continue in worship, not in this room, but down the hall. One thing to do is this. Take a step towards strengthening your faith right, through signing up for at least one way to connect with others and one way to serve at the Fresh Start or Restart event that's down the hall in Parish Hall that's gonna start in a couple minutes. Or if you're joining us online or you're watching this later, contact someone on the staff. Talk to me. We'll help you find your place. Our goal with this event that you're about to experience is to help you find your place or find your place again with New Providence Presbyterian Church. So some questions before we dive into the specifics around this. What does it mean for you to receive Jesus and believe in his name as described in John 1.12? And to what extent have you done it? Start there. If you want to embrace hope, you need to embrace Jesus. Consider where you are in light of embracing him, number one. Number two, what specific way or ways are you seeking to be rooted and built up in Christ in your life? Number three, what could change in your life if, if you found a deeper sense of connection to God and others through relationships and a role with our church? Um, so as you even think about those questions, now we have a chance to put that into practice. Um, but as we finish, I want us to think about that, back to that great prayer as we consider all of this. Romans 15, 13. I invite you to say this out loud with me. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit.